another exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. I mean, the first thing I'm doing after this is playing Elden Ring for hours anyway, so fuck it. Damn, man. Yo, you guys are getting me hype about that game, man. I don't even, I don't play those What the fuck is that game? Yeah. Is it Diablo? Nah, (laughs) it's like, think of like a game in like, the realm of Skyrim aesthetically, but a whole nother level of difficulty. Kind of like at your level of gaming, actually. People out there who don't know this. Who's level level of gaming? Rod, highly skilled and prolific on the low. Like he's scared of his own addiction. I mean, in in some fighting games, I don't mean to brag, but now, but like nowadays (laughs) games like Skyrim, I don't even play these games. Like, nah, but you know how it works. You use, like especially spend like an hour in there and it's a wrap that's that's why i avoid those games because they're so immersive <laughs> and there's so much character building potential that i know if i start it i'm gonna want to master this shit and it's gonna take countless hours of doing nothing withering away in filth word oh, <laughs> fuck no nah, no nah, nah, i'm not gonna get the game i'm right now i'm still playing right now guardians of the galaxy the actually the marbles game it's actually really fucking good i actually we've talked shit before about fucking the marbles the avengers game but this game is fucking good and i'm i'm, I'm enjoying getting lost in that game it's from the same company right see yeah i think so yeah it's either... i heard it's different though i heard it's not the same like recipe with a new skin I, that's what i thought it was gonna be no, 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 not. Caso, not at all. Like it's it's great because you only play a Star Lord, but you use the team really well and, and you're doing, you know, it's it's a really good story. It's a very it's story driven and, and the in the, the gameplay is fun too. Like it's 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 kind of like the Marvel the Avengers one, but like the good parts of it, and then that's it. Uh, but 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 yeah, but I Ima- I do recommend damn. that. Imagine it would have sucked, like yo, we made garbage. Let's make garbage again. <laughs> Straight up, steadfast. By Yo, the way, I have. Uh-huh. I was gonna. I was gonna say like I have a steadfast take, and it's regarding this episode's topic, Peacemaker. Ah, uh, yeah. John Cena is a way better actor than The Rock. I just want to get that out of the way. No, as damn. far as like dudes who were in the WWF, there's been a few. Hulk Hogan has a few flicks in his past that no one wants to really think about, but you know. John Cena is a better actor than The Rock. Damn. Remember that movie with Rowdy Roddy Piper? It was about like how he can see like aliens or some shit. What? Like they, what the fuck was this shit called? Like they come from outer space. I don't know. I never even muted to look. He's looking it up right now as we speak. But obviously, I'll take advantage right now. If you're listening, we're not today. We're not focusing on video games. You're you're in the right channel, right podcast. Nice. This is the Legion on Zoom. Uh, it's you know as always, this is Miguel joined with you know our uh, our fellow Legionnaires, Chez and Rod. Uh, but we're gonna be diving deep into Peacemaker. Finally, we're gonna review the series which just ended last week. Cannot wait. We've actually haven't even really texted to each other much Mm-mm. about it. Exactly. So. And real quick, the movie's called They Live for all you oh, 80s shit. movies guys out there. They you know live. what I'm talking about. So uh, if you want to see a movie with... Wait, how do you say that shit? Rowdy Roddy, Rowdy Piper. Roddy Piper. Go watch that shit. And, and, and then like Ronda Rousey like yep. become his, her, his like, I don't know, heir or some Ronda. shit. Yeah. yeah. Heir apparent or some shit. I mean, not yeah, Peacemaker. 
<laughs> but John Cena, exactly. What What do you think, Rod? Is Is Chaz right? Is think of um, The Rock's best movie. Like, what's what would Scorpion be the standard? <laughs> no, I've never seen that shit. You never seen the original Scorpion? I saw King? I saw the movie. Where, what is it? Walking Tall, where he's like a tough guy. He goes yeah, to like a small town, a big you guy, mean him, a small town. Him playing himself in a movie. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it yeah, was, no, but like, like it was like a remake. Him. That was that I don't know. weird thing that he does where he's just himself in the role. I saw him, I saw him in Moana, which was fucking fantastic. He's a fucking he can sing, and I'm sure even the dancing was him animated doing the dancing. I don't know, man. I I I I actually, but I might give it to you, man. You know, we haven't seen much of John Cena, I think, acting, but I was fucking impressed man by by uh fucking this series man even more so than what he did in the movie which was good but fuck man this what and which is weird because like at first i found it like a little bit like almost cringy but then i realized like damn is that his acting is that good like that's how he's supposed to make you feel yeah Yeah, I think we're going to get into it, right? Because I think what I really loved about the series uh, is that he's a ridiculous character, but there is death to him, right? And and we get to feel bad for him, even though it's cringy, but he's also funny and we can feel bad for him. And then obviously with everything culminating with his I never dad, felt bad for him. What? Yeah, right, I mean, but let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> Damn. Yo, like, it's one of the few times where, like, I feel inclined to, like, not have emotions on that rod shit like not really not have emotions <laughs> or not like, show your emotions I mean, a different thing you can't really feel bad for him he is kind of crazy that's why i think so like i like he's like kind of deadpool-esque in my opinion like he's not fully aware of the chaos in his own existence like and he has his boy vigilante is always hyping him up and <laughs> and they have these great buddy scenes and shit like right off the rip By the way, yeah. shout out to Vigilante. Hell yeah. Like he was a cool ass character all throughout. No, and if anything, I think Vigilante for me was way more Deadpool-esque. Uh, because he was Facts. more fucking chaotic and just random. Because that's what Deadpool is. Like a Deadpool knows he's, he's aware. fucking crazy. Exactly. exactly. He doesn't give a fuck and he just does whatever he wants. John Cena's more gullible and I mean that's John Cena. I mean peacemaker, Christopher Smith. <laughs> Damn. Nah, I, I love you, John Cena. You're a good man. <laughs> Uh, you know, he, he was more, but I felt bad. Like, you know, like, well, we'll get into it, but fucking in the, I guess a spoiler alert, obviously, fucking everybody, oh, yeah, word. but like, uh, I felt bad, like with, you know, he's really wanting to be, have friendship with these people and like with other, Adebayo, uh, leaving the diary to really try to screw him over. Like I genuinely felt bad for him and also his fucked up childhood <laughs> with fucking his Nazi father. Yeah. yeah he did kill his, his brother. Yeah. True that. Wh- Which, if for all you um, OG Legionnaires out there who've been with us since F1, we had mentioned Peacemaker in the past, then we did some super surface level kind of digging on his origins. And we had mentioned some crazy shit about his dad and being a Nazi and some bugged out shit. Like, then look at how far they took it. Look how far they took that shit. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you bring that up because so because let me give you some a few facts about the Peacemaker origin in terms of the comic books, and it, it's pretty different in some things from the what we see in the show and in the in Suicide Squad movie. But um, it's it's I I think James Gunn did a great job at changing it because actually, so he originally premiered in he was owned by Charlton Comics, not oh, by DC. 
And uh, he like debuted in the, this issue of the Fighting Five in 1966. And then he had his like little run of comic books in, in for five issues in Charlton Comics, uh, which was pretty much kind of like he's a diplomat that then wants to fucking, um, you know, protect fucking people at all costs and kind of so similar things to 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 the what we see in the show yeah but then then he's bought by dc uh and actually other characters i i, I didn't know like blue beetle actually was from charlton yeah. comics and got purchased by dc and they have he, a few characters in their roster yeah exactly and it was crazy to find out that he peacemaker debuted in dc comics proper at uh he was introducing the crisis on infinite earths event <laughs> like oh that shit. was pretty fucking dope, dope. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I've read that like the Charleston universe got pulled into it because it was so many different universes that um that's that's also how they brought in Shazam. I think like all the all that yeah. crazy shit like Earth One, all that was in the original Infinity Crisis. Yo, word. And I, I think I reread Infinite uh, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths like, I don't know, like a year ago or something. Yeah, uh, I mean. And and I was like, I like I didn't know didn't know that I was reading Peacemaker's first appearance in the proper DC universe. That's but wild. like when they brought him back, that's when they kind of came up with this a little bit of a new origin story, where they had this whole thing where his dad was this Nazi officer that killed fucking thousands of fucking uh, uh, people, obviously Jewish people. And, you know, I think because I, I don't know if the World War II was going to end or he was going to get caught or something, his father killed himself in front of uh, Christopher, a peacemaker, ah! when he was five years old. And Dang. then apparently that kind of stuff leads to then apparently like with traumatized, of course, from it. And apparently what happens is that he bit. hallucinates his dad. He sees his dad, his fucking Nazi father making fun of him, egging him on, which is kind of what we see in the fucking series, especially towards the end. Uh, and that and that Christopher Smith hears um, the voices that he, he hears uh, the people who have been killed by terrorists and so that's why he decides to kind of defend the dead and go achieve peace at all costs. And so that's kind of the DC Comics version of Peacemaker, the original version. Fuck. And his dad is T-1000. Right. So now yeah, yeah. in the show, we have fucking T-1000 coming back. <laughs> What's glory. his name? What's his name? Fucking see there you go, that guy. Yeah, yeah, we we have we have it in the thing, no? Like come on, Rod, what's up? <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm looking. Who's the one guy that was missing? Robert Patrick. Yes! Uh, Record yes. time. T one thousand, man. Yo, Rod's a fucking one man NASCAR pit crew. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> I think he's so far. I think like he's so far removed, like from that T one thousand, that I forget. Like he's nah. not like he's pigeonholed by that role. Yes, I don't he think, is. On the he, low, he, he becomes this whole other racist, like, <laughs> like I don't know, country dude in this, like, like abusive father with a mullet. On argument, fly the fuck out of it. I mean, on argument, and he's a super. Yeah. I was gonna say like an argument could be made because that T one thousand did look kind of racist. <laughs> he was a cop, right? Yo. So it's like you know, he, he was a cop in L.A. So you know, it's more racist than not. Yeah, and racist, mad clean probably. cut too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, D angular as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yo, but that's what I loved about what James Gunn did with the show, right? That where we had in the original comics the whole Nazi stuff, and he killed himself. That it was cool because now he chose this random character, White Dragon, who in the comic books isn't even Augie Smith, who 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 is uh you know 
Robert Patrick in the show. But he does actually, exist in the comics, right? Yeah, he does exist in the okay. comics. He's actually fights the Suicide Squad, uh, and he is like a racist ah. dude and everything. <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> That's accurate. But it, it was cool how he combined that like so well for you know with the past in the comic books and giving him more of a like a, a more fucked up origin story. I feel it was seamless. It was and seamless. Then, and then I feel like that explains too, with obviously like we're at the end, right? That we find out if the peacemaker actually fucking finally does it, he kills his fucking father, but then he starts seeing his dad still. So I'm excited for season two, because then we're gonna get more of fucking T one thousand as a as a fucking hallucination. Right. My question is um if you guys had to pick the most annoying member of the crew. Who do you think it was out of everyone? All right, let's get a rundown real quick. Right, right, right. It was we... Economos, right? I found the hilarious. Yeah. And then, like, he had that really touching scene all the way at the end, like in the last Facts. episode. Uh, yeah. Leota Adebayo, who has, like, the big reveal that she's really Amanda Waller's daughter. I thought that was Ooh. sick. And yeah. I love that Viola Davis was in the show. Mm-hmm. It made it so, it made it more legit. Because, you know, this is the first legitimate, DC Comics HBO Max show. I know oh, we've yes. had Titans and all this bullshit, but they're not legit. Nah. This one is legit. Facts. And then we also have that who's the, the blonde chick? She's Emilia, like, Emilia Harcourt. Yeah, uh, Jennifer Holland, who right. I think is married to James Gunn. I think I think oh, they're sure. dating. I don't think they're dating. married. Okay. But, but yeah, but they've been together oh, for my a little bad, while James now. Gunn. It's nepotism. <laughs> Straight up with that. Nepotism, axe man. I must say, on the low, I wait. Do you think he bagged on set, or Damn. he bagged and then gave her the role? Nah, I, I think, think it, I think, yeah. Well, I, yeah I, well, I, I knew. I don't know if in another uh, movie or something that they did together, probably. But I know, I think they were dating before uh, she got cast uh, on Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was great, today. by the way. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Hell yeah. And- in today's day and age, if you would have tried to bag on set, you would have seen that shit on the news. James Gunn, sexual harassment, the yada, yada, yada. He's a Nazi. Unless you're the he's guy so from smart. Gotham. Facts. James Gordon, he bagged Lee Tompkins. I don't <laughs> know the real names. I <laughs> just go with the fictional names. Morena Baccarin. Yeah. Yes. She's doing a new show. She's mad HD. She's one of these HD humans. <laughs> Aeon Flux people. <laughs> Uh, but 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 what else? What else do we got? So we got um, we got yeah. Merm, right? We got Mern. Oh yeah, the, like the, the main dude. I mean, like actually a butterfly chief or whatever. Yeah. I, I wish we could have gotten like a flashback into his past. But uh, you know what I mean? Because like at times the the bug was saying, you know, like this dark man, yada yada yada, and pe- like his past, not his complexion. <laughs> his- <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on now. Man. Come on. We're, we're a few minutes I guess he into was the type show. dark. <laughs> now, look, remember, they dropped mad hints that supposedly he did mad, crazy black yeah. ops shit. Yeah. Like, a flashback would have been dope. But on the low, I think I was kind of annoyed by, like, Adebayo's storyline. For some I, reason, I would have to agree. Like, I look, I loved the fucking show. We're going to give our rating, obviously, at the end. I loved it. Yeah. I loved all the characters. Okay. But if I have to pick, yeah, for me, I think Adebayo was the one I liked. Like, the, it was weird. The, the coolest thing was like what Rod said, right? Like, yeah, like early on revealing, yeah. oh, my God, she's Amanda Waller's uh, a, a, a daughter. But other than that, eh, I don't know. 
you know, because you know what bothered me, and I'm glad I remembered um, that her relationship didn't ho- really hold any weight. Like, I feel like if like they would have kidnapped her girlfriend or some shit, you know what I mean? Fact. She just like appeared and left, and she was like, "Yo, I'm out to see my," you know what I mean? It's like it was it was empty dialogue when it came to her relationship. And some BS like scenes. So like, hey, look, uh, LGBTQ, you know, like community. Like, I get that. That's fine. But they could have made her girl a bit more important. You know what I mean? Like, she like legit story. She legit LGBTQ or just acting. I mean, if she was, that's great. If you know, I'm just curious. I think she might have been. I she uh, she might be actually. I don't know because I know. I think she was in Orange Is the New Black before. Yeah, that's where I know her from. Yeah, I watched the first three seasons of that shit. I don't know. I just it was feel the like, wave. Like, mm-hmm, considering mm-hmm. the situation, her girl escaped too unscathed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so- like, and, and the thing that I didn't like about that, like related to that was like, I also got tired of her whole like, oh, I'm not cut out for this. All right, I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm not cut out for this. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm like, you are Amanda Waller's daughter. Thank you. Like, you know, she runs the Suicide Squad. Like, it's not a fucking surprise. Like, what the fuck do you think you're doing that your mom put you on a job with Peacemaker? Like, and I hated that whole, because it made me think like, wait, so are you like supposedly really dumb? Or you're pretend like so. I would have like you know, yeah, yeah, just just that's it. Like no. that's the stuff I, I'm like. I didn't I mean, mean, like. Are you? And are she's you... secretly a skilled agent. Exactly, because they they dropped them bullshit. Like what what's it called? The Deus Ex Machina hints or that like that writing shit where they just say, oh, she got this special combat certification when she was 12 or 14 when she was talking to Harcourt. The hardcore was like, oh, you know, like that's kindergarten shit. When they were comparing right. like combat right. credentials, they right. had that little scene to explain like her going like guns akimbo at the end. All <laughs> right, right. Crazy. Which, by the way, her line of saying I made for this shit was fucking stupid. She could have said like, because my last name is Waller or some shit. You know what I mean? There that would have been dope. Not the case, I made for this shit. What is this? 1997? The fuck out of here. Damn, I thought <laughs> I thought she was valid to be the contrarian. Like, I never thought that she would like, I don't know, was lacking as one of the cast members or as a character on the show. No, 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 no. If her I had to was pick. Good. Like, I enjoyed her as Adebayo, the character, you know, like, I enjoyed her. The way yeah. her story was handled was like, eh. Like, no, and even like what you said, Rod, like the contrarian, I didn't even feel she was a contrarian. Like, she was just like ambivalent. Like, no, I'm, I mean, on I'm the team now. No, I'm, I'm not. saying she valid. Ah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, because even, for, for, Mern. It, even Mern. for instance, like at the end with her, like turning her back and like, ter- you know, saying like Amanda Waller has a suicide squad and all that. Shit. Oh, yeah, then that was good shit. Nah, but I thought like, that where, was dope. I'm like, where the, where the fuck did that come from? I'm like, your mom gave you a job. <laughs> like, you need a fucking to be... whistleblower. Is like, where she what? Is. like, I don't I guess know. He was explaining why she was awesome. Hey, if mm. I had to pick. I, damn, I guess Economos had a lot of good. Nah, Economos was dope. Come on, Economos is dope. Peacemaker and shit. I mean, it's hard to pick a weak one. I think they made a, a good team. I mean, I, I guess I'd pick Mern just because I, I don't know. It seemed like you said she has like his past was kind of whatever. It wasn't fleshed no. out. And he ends up being a, a bug. And we should get into that, too. Because there, there isn't like a conventional enemy. And this is very much a sequel to The Suicide Squad for me. I felt like stylistically, Damn. the comedy, it felt like it just if you just watch The Suicide Squad and just go right into Peacemaker and it just fucking blends beautifully together. Right. And it's a redeeming arc, too, for Peacemaker, because as we know, he kills Rick Flagg in the movie, which was everybody hated him for that. And he becomes a villain, wants to fucking strangle Ratcatcher for Amanda Waller and the US of A. 
which we all know and love. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, but I I feel like like stylistically and like comedy wise, this movie just just came right off like great sequel in a show format, and James Gunn just like exploring like comedy on different levels. And a different a different look at the DC universe too from a cinematic perspective because we got the serious ass Zack Snyder shit and right. now James Gunn is bringing some like comedy some almost Marvel esque but raunchier shit I would say Deadpool esque yes if anything oh the yo and honestly I think for me this also like what I loved about it more is it it made me like James Gunn more because like look I. I like him, but I'm not a big fucking fan. Like, I liked his first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. His second one, I didn't really love it. And his Suicide Squad, I thought it was fine. Like, I liked it. So now I know why. I think James Gunn is made for fucking series, though. Because in a movie, right, he has two hours max. And I never liked, as I felt in the movies, he can't really balance that well between the comedy and then like the serious kind of plot stuff that we have to care about. But then it's like wacky, raunchy comedy, though. And then it's like that. I didn't like it. I felt like like it's not it wasn't very Deadpool. I felt the movies, but like the series, though, I felt like the series was he had more room like he had, like, obviously, like how many like it's, it's eight episodes. So at least, you know, it's eight hours. He's able to fucking flesh out the space for comedy, for the yeah. drama, for you to care about the characters in a way that in a movie, I'm just like, yeah, man, like it's it, like, I just don't really care. Like, oh, so yeah. right, they're, they're fighting and he does Starro tend to and- take on like ensembles and shit. But yeah, I'm glad you said Starro because that's what I was trying to get at before. Like the villain of this shit is like a fucking like a butterfly alien, which I thought I wasn't crazy about that because we just came off the Star Wars and and it seemed very yeah. similar almost. I'm like, oh, but he kind of made it work. And ultimately, you don't give a fuck about the butterflies and the whole alien invasion shit. Like you don't you never really care about that. You care more about like the team and who's going to make I it mean, out. I mean, I kind of care, though, like they're taking over humanity. Yeah, like, but I, I didn't think I didn't feel like they made as compelling an enemy as Starro. Granted, Starro oh, no, no, has no, like yeah, a more massive scale, but I feel like these butterflies and not only that, like some of them were good. Some of them yeah. were like not. There, there was like an inner like rebellion, like strife. Because the one that shit. said Mern, yeah. is it the one that said Mern that's like not the. It was. I think he was good, right? He was good, wasn't he? Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, no. So at one point, a Peacemaker gets one, right? He gets a hold of one after I think like the second or third episode. The one that was inside the senator's head, I think, right? Yeah. The king or some shit. Like Where we that. see the judo master, another deep cuts fucking DC. <laughs> judo master. Hilarious. Do we have yeah. any info on judo master <laughs> the and flaming vigilante? Cheetos. I got info on vigilante. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have info on judo master, but we'll get into vigilante I'm in a second. It. I actually, I don't even think the butterflies are, I don't think they're actually part of the DC comics. I think that's something oh, shit. could be wrong, but there's been like butterfly themed stuff. No, it, yeah, it reminded of me of some of the ones we've seen in, in what is it? Jung justice. Wasn't there this whole season about like, like, uh, like aliens living inside of fucking government officials or stuff like that. I remember that. That was a series of like one season like that. No. Yeah. And Something I'm sure you've been like shit. Yeah. And I'm sure exactly, even they pulled it somewhere and they pulled it somewhere. I got two beefs I want to bring. One, when it comes to Economos, and that's not even with him, the character, just for people who work in the government that have those bureaucratic jobs. The dude is in black ops. Why is he so underpaid with a shitty office? Like, why is he, like, balling out of control on the low? That's crazy. The fact that, like, he's not using his skills in some finance. That's wild. 
I, I hated that part on the low. That he goes back to a shitty office. That was stupid. It at least could have been, you know, like that he's a shut-in that has a dope-ass crib. I would have enjoyed that. And um, <laughs> second, I don't agree with Amanda Waller's daughter going Amanda Waller's daughter going public because you can't argue the fact that Task Force Task Force uh, Task Force X fuck does a necessary job. They're a necessary evil. They're like black ops wet work that deep shit that could be disavowed not even disavowed fucking killed straight up like that's necessary if any of you have read any of the stories or like really know about the suicide squad you kind of know like yo like the shit they do has to get done if not the world would be a very different place yeah i agree that's why i i wasn't a big fan and i, I also didn't believe like oh okay now she turned on her mother at the end like i feel like Maybe I would have liked to seen her one-on-one confront her mother, right? Yeah. And say, like, we're going to change things at Suicide Squad, or I want to be more involved, or this and that. And, and, and Walter like, kills her daughter like that. Oh, she, like, builds oh she has a bomb in her head. <laughs> Yo, now nah, mic drop. I would have fucking, would have been over. <laughs> that would have been so much more epic. <laughs> oh, and James going to ask, you just see blood splatter on her face and shit. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 she presses like a warning button and the daughter hears like a warning beep and she goes like don't you fuck oh shit me. not dang that's darker almost <laughs> yo. yeah yo gun holla at me do it yo what's up james gun exactly listen to this shit this is that would have been way better this is how you end the fucking show man shit fuck damn dude yeah yeah man. i i'm kind of feeling i mean i'm so hyped off of this show i'm kind of feeling like James Gunn could be one of the architects of a brand new DC cinematic universe or, or whatever. It doesn't have to be, I guess, I guess cinema is associated with like feature length films, but now these shows are part of cinema. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever the nuances are, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him like, like mold. Cause he throws a lot of like Easter eggs in this shit. Right. What is it? No Batmite Aquaman who actually shows up fucking all green arrow. Right. Right, that's the stuff that I was excited about. That he, uh, the Flash was there. The Peacemaker made comments about characters that we haven't seen in this because this seems to be the DC extended universe, right? Like the Zack Snyder almost verse, with which we obviously we got the fucking cameos of the Justice yeah. League, right? But then he, they mentioned Green Arrow, right? And so it's like, wait, are we talking about Stephen Amell Green Arrow or like, well, which or is this another Green Arrow that just exists in this universe that we are yet to see? What? Yeah, the Sons of Anarchy actor that's always fan cast for this guy, ah. Hun- Charlie Hunman or some shit. Chaz Charlie Hunman. Yeah. I always see him fan cast. You know what's funny? That shit. Yo, that show finished like five years ago. I don't know. Aren't you a fan of that shit that you put me on? Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's dope. I should have been finished. It's funny, but they had like before Zack Snyder launched the Man of Steel, they were going to make this uh, Escape from Super Prison uh green arrow movie oh it was like in the works forever but like never a live action happened. yeah yeah oh. it, it was meant to like start a, a cinematic universe or some shit like this up deep deep cuts fans uh, but did somebody get cast like was there ideas of damn green i don't arrow i don't i didn't go that deep but damn in the same universe with the nicholas cage superman oh, <laughs> oh, oh no damn, so who, 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 okay let's cast, let's cast. Robin, yes the original robin marlon wayne Yo, it's, I mean, think about okay, hold on. So Tim Burton was gonna, I don't mean to get deviated. This will be quick. Do it, mean, do it. This will be quick. Do it. Tim Burton was about to direct the Superman movie that was co-written by I think by Kevin Smith. Shout out. Thanks. 
And and he he I think he had it in his plans to eventually have Nicolas Cage and Michael Keaton like you know meet on screen for the very first BVS yes. moment. Although Zack Snyder did it, which was a fucking awesome. But anyway, given that asterisk, <laughs> Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman. Why can't let's say in this Batgirl universe, Superman be fucking Nicolas Cage? Or or is he That's, too old now? Like nah, is, nah. I'm it... with. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Yo. Oh yeah, because like yeah, because Batman is old. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Or or right, let's just take advantage. Like not even have to be a whole character for the whole series of movies. Like we do have the multiverse flashpoint movie. Let's just have him have like oh. at least scratch our itch, a cameo, a moment where we have this older Nicholas Cage Superman. Moment. Brandon Routh did it. Fuck. Why can't Nicholas Cage? Exactly. He- yeah, he fucking he had another try and he killed that as the fucking uh, Alex Ross older Kingdom uh, Come. Sh- yeah, yeah. Kingdom Comes. That was um it was short-lived but amazing for some reason. It was exactly. so dope. Exactly. We yeah, yeah. need a Nicolas Cage peak. <laughs> I want to know that universe. <laughs> yeah, peacemaker. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna say about vigilante just to bring that up because we were talking about what characters were the ones that we got annoyed the most, right? You know, Adebayo for Chess and myself, we got Mern with Rod. Now, characters that we love the most for me, honestly, for me, who stole I love fucking John Cena's peacemaker, fucking vigilante. I loved vigilante. I fucking couldn't get enough of him. I at first I thought I was gonna find him a little bit annoying, but nah, <laughs> I fucking loved him. <laughs> And, and, and I really felt like he was very Deadpool-esque, but without, like, like he, he can actually die. Yeah. Whatever was going on. Damn, that's a good one. Fuck, yo. Yeah. And so I got some cool, interesting facts. That I don't know shit about fucking Vigilante. But now I'm, like, demanding DC to give us a fucking, at least a miniseries of Vigilante. Because we're going to fucking read that shit, man. Like, and there is actually, he had 50 issues of his solo Damn. series. And so, which might be run. worth checking. Exactly. It's a run, right? Like, that's like at least two and a half years. No, <laughs> like, if it's, if it's monthly, fuck. Um, anyway, but so no more, right? Probably. Actually, the, that's almost four years. No. Yeah. Yeah. If it was just monthly. Fuck. Yeah. But so fucking Vincent, uh, uh, no, Adrian Chase, right? Because so apparently there's been a lot of different vigilantes uh, in, in, in DC Comics. And actually the first oh, shit, one. Really? Was like a cowboy, you know, from yeah. the fucking like like an outlaw kind of, you know, who was in Justice League Unlimited. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That was that's that guy, the cowboy on He's the vigilante. motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the so, white hat. Oh, he was mad toxic on the low. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first classic vigilante. But then the uh, comic book version vigilante that we saw in, in the show, sort of. Uh, uh, was created by fucking Marb Wolfman and George Perez. In oh. fuck, which you know, George Perez, you know, he's, he's he's sick right now and passing away soon, but he's you oh, know, shit. fucking give him love and shit and check his stuff okay. out. Fucking, it, he appeared in Teen Titans, like, oh my fucking god, <laughs> like he got created by epic fucking creative team. Uh, and, and apparently his story was very, uh, in a way, kind of like Daredevil-esque because he's like a, a DA, a district attorney by day and then like, you know, crime fighter by night. Uh, and then, you know, just a thing that happens with him. It's, and then it's a mix with Punisher, too, because then his family gets killed and he nearly dies. Fuck. And that, that's what makes him go <laughs> vigilante, you know, and then goes extreme like that to kill uh, uh, the... the 
the you know obviously the more i say it it's more punisher <laughs> yo yo i was about to say stop i hear no difference between vigilante well, and punisher yeah. one of the one of the big differences is something that i found was fucking ridiculous from comic book gold shit this wasn't by mara Wolfman or george perez this was by the people who wrote the vigilante book that explained his origin that apparently when he nearly died when his family got killed and shit, what ended up happening was that like some like old mysterious woman on a, in a, in a cloak approached him. He, uh, he followed her and had this like big pilgrimage in the desert and shit. What and then the fuck? met three shaman shamans and, and they taught him like combat training and shit. And apparently like how to, he can regenerate his skin or something or like cells. So I guess sort of Deadpoolish actually, and and then they ended up actually being ghosts, and they you know ghosts taught him how to become the Jilani. So it's dope. Fuck, that <laughs> and so that sucks. is very unique. That that is not there. That is or fucking trash. But however, <laughs> yeah, it does. Did James Gunn even give us an origin for Jilani? Yeah, like I not noticed really. that. <laughs> I just noticed and he didn't that. have to because no, no, guy... no, 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 no. You you stop it right now. This man walks around with a machete on his back, a fully made costume <laughs> with like high grade detail shit, and it's skilled in all forms of weaponry and hand to hand combat in prison. And then he just joins the, the Aryan team. Brotherhood. Exactly. Like he just fucking joins up. Like, oh, I'm gonna need some back Black Ops team. Yeah. Yeah, I know how I feel about that shit. Like, I get what he did. It was funny. I realized it. But I'm gonna need like a blip of justification. And also for the Deep Cuts fans, this is Vigilante's second live action appearance. The first being in the Arrowverse, where they did their whole, you know, Arrowverse switcheroo shit that they always do, where I don't know, yeah, Adrian facts. Chase became Brother Blood. I, I, it's been a few years. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I thought Adrian Chase was a uh, Prometheus, no? Yeah, no, dark so I, arrow, dark, I, 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 I got Archer. I got this data. I got this. Fact. Right, so no, <laughs> yes. no, no. So yeah, so and he's putting a cat. He's and I got, I got Esteban right here. Do it. Yes. <laughs> so no, because the vigilante in the Arrowverse was another new vil- version of vigilante that they created for the show, which was uh, his name was Vincent Sobel. That's who vigilante is in the show. Ah. But uh-huh, but they did make apparently in the Arrowverse in the Arrow show like a little nod to the original you know version of him, which is the chase. Uh, uh, Adrian Chase, because they had uh, 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 the blood uh, uh, character use his name like as a like a fake name in a, in a in a scene once or in a few times, and so he just pretended he just yeah, used yeah. the fake name as Adrian Chase, but he never was vigilante or anything. Yeah, so I the, know, I know. It was it was that switcheroo thing where they'll make you think it's one character, but then they switch it up to be a whole other character, ah, which is cool. It did with Superman and Lois. I thought it was you guys are watching that. Yes. Oh, yeah, guys, we're definitely going to talk about Superman and Lois. We have thoughts. Such a good show. Thoughts. Shit's looking crazy. Yeah, man. But I I fucking love Vigilante, man. And and so, so guys, would you guys want to watch Vigilante in his own series or keep him, you know, let's go into his origin in season two of Peacemaker? I say origin of season two in Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah. And I want his origins to be like, to have something to do with the villain. In season two. Oh yes, That'd because be he's high, yeah, because yeah. he yeah, because he's highly skilled. So he he comes from a highly skilled stock, like that type of training. Like I sincerely believe that if they fought vigilante, could defeat peacemaker. Mm. 
Okay. Uh, like, I'll take it that far. The like the reason it's this weird thing where like he like he's highly skilled, but mentally he's like dependent on Peacemaker's approval for some reason. <laughs> they have this weird dynamic. So that so, like and seeing how Gunn's mind, like how his mind works, I wouldn't put it off that fuck around. He's actually more skilled than Peacemaker. So that means that he that means that Vigilante would beat Rick Flag, right? Oh, yeah. You know what? In a way, yeah, but or no. Man, I is don't that know, peace, man. That, that fight was I don't wild, think so. Peacemaker. Bro. Okay, let's use Judo Master. Did they both get to fight him one on one? Did they? I think, I don't think did Vigilante he fought out? Judo Master. Did yeah, out? yeah. Remember, remember, Judo Master. I think fought Peacemaker first, and then Vigilante showed up, and then but then Judo Master basically kicked both of their asses. No, and then uh, <laughs> it was this guy Economos who passed. No, he got. I don't remember exactly. This is like yeah. really <laughs> yeah. odd. I mean, but, he's judo master. He loves flaming hot Cheetos, right? That's what he was having. Uh, yeah. Facts. I which I felt which I felt like on the low. That was some Quentin Tarantino shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I don't know why. Oh, that, yeah. For some reason that struck me as that. And Yo, especially that scene towards the end, right? When he's out and he's like in, in front of like a quickie yeah. mart and then he just beats some fucking boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. very Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I definitely caught some hints to that. Um, one part that fucked me up was when, um, when right after Adebayo, like she booked it with her guns and she was wilding out. When Economos tried to hop the fence, it, like, oh he my just God. shattered his. What was it? His tip, fib. Which one was it? Well, both, both of them, I think. <laughs> yo, I thought that was. Yo, yo, that yo, the fucking vitamin deficiency in that <laughs> man. Is, oh, yo, that great. Yo, sometimes James Gunn just fucking nails it with the humor, man. That mm-hmm. shit was perfect. That, that whole last episode blew me the fuck away, man. But I don't want to jump to the last one. Yeah, the whole series, man. And I think something that we just to build what we were saying about Vigilante. And uh, like, yeah, I want to see him again season two more in deep because like, fuck, man, the chemistry he had with John Cena. I loved it, man. I, like, I just could see them riff more and more. Um, but I will say, like, um, shout out actually to especially the actor Freddie Stroma, because I don't know if you guys knew that. So he wasn't cast as Vigilante originally. Originally, uh, they had Chris Conrad as Vigilante. Uh, he, was, he was cast as Vigilante and he filmed five fucking episodes oh, uh, as shit. Vigilante. Who but the fuck apparently, is Chris Conrad. I don't know. <laughs> some fucking dude. I don't, Did he I do anything, anything else. All right, I'll, I'll look uh, into it. No, yeah, yeah. So, but Damn. what ended up happening? Apparently, he had some creative differences or something with James Gunn. I don't know what the fuck. And so he ended up leaving the show after five episodes. And then they got um, uh, Freddie Stroman. And then they went back and reshot all the scenes where they had fucking vigilante. And I'm like, so fucking glad they did because. All those scenes were fucking incredible, man. And on the low, you can't front. That's almost like a director's wet dream, like going back and redoing everything. So they got to he got to rewatch everything, see how it worked straight up, like in full costume, beyond the full dress rehearsal. The dude left, like, oh shit, we get to do this again. So then you know he reread it, rewatched it, and probably patched up a whole bunch of shit. Like, I don't know if it's a wet dream or nightmare. I don't know. That sounds like horrible. They have to redo your work. Considering <laughs> like, how much uh, money he's getting fucking paid, that shit is no nice. type of nightmare. Think about how much <laughs> money James Gunn has made, dude. I'm sure it's like All of it. over a hundred million dollars. Because yep. well, more money, DC. 
Yeah, because <laughs> as, as he was doing Suicide, uh, a Peacemaker, I think towards the end, he started working on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So there's like mad fucking yeah, man, he's working, getting money. <laughs> Yo, whole, like and being his, ambitious with these like huge casts, like all these fucking stars. And because I think at this point, he's at the level where after that shit, where he clearly put. Po- Prove that damn, I was gonna say Putin, where he clearly proved that you being Putin. Pe- what about <laughs> Putin? Yo, nah, I don't know. What's man. going on? I don't know. I hope our Ukrainian listeners are <laughs> getting some solace from oh, their fucking out to the Ukraine crazy Fox. shit they're going on through right now, man. Where our heart goes out to you guys and hopefully enjoy Peacemaker and our show. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Um, but damn, what the fuck was I gonna say? I don't know. You just brought us down, man. You just oh, yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back. World War Three almost around the corner. Shit. Yo, Putin is inevitable. Turn on James Gunn. We're, we're mentioning some shit about how. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I just remembered. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> he just mumbled that shit into my head, man. Subtle. <laughs> um, I think he's at the stage where, like, at this point, he's just getting blank checks. Like he just walks in. He goes, "I'm going to." They're like, "Yes." And then he just has carte blanche. I hope I'm saying that correctly. They're like, here you go. All right, fine. I feel like he's going to be happier with DC. And I oh, think he should yeah. be one of the architects like of like, you know, building the future of whatever the fuck DC is going to become. Because I mean, when you have guys like Shazam and even Aquaman's kind of silly sometimes, as, as we can see in this at the end of this uh, series, The Flash. Like, I, you know, you can see him like fucking around with that, especially with these D-list characters like God damn, man. And I think this show stands to almost any Disney plus Marvel show. Like, like OK, oh, what was better? Facts. Peacemaker or Hawkeye? Peacemaker. Oof, peacemaker. Yeah. No, no, no. But okay. no doubt. No doubt. I, peacemaker. I enjoyed it more than the Disney plus shows. What Disney plus show is better than Peacemaker or equal? Damn, mm-hmm. I was thinking Loki, Loki, Loki. I was thinking Loki, just because the same way John Tina, not, and it wasn't just John Tina, it was an ensemble cast that was spectacular. I was going to compare him to Tom Hiddleston, but I stopped myself in my tracks because now, yeah, you are. Tom Hiddleston yeah, yeah. just fucking ro- destroys the. He's the an actor. Scenery. That's what yeah, he yeah. does. That's his thing. quality. Yo, if you were ever to do a Joker, I mean, I don't want him to do it because then he kind of similar roles, but I could totally see him nailing that. I mean, they are similar, but they're played very differently, dude. Like, yeah. fuck. It could be done. It could nah, be done. Nah, nah, nah. I think you should. Fuck Marvel. Yeah, I'd be done with the three Jokers straight up. Spider-Man. The foe, Hiddleston. Yeah, no, nah. Because, what it is. No, got it. Nah, because for me, I, I, if anything, I would say maybe WandaVision. Because for me, yeah, as you guys have known, if people have been listening and watching, you know, WandaVision was my favorite Disney Plus show. But WandaVision was also good the first time and that's it no because it was all you don't know what the fuck is happening and that's what was exciting about the show i i don't think it has probably good rewatch value whereas peacemaker i i'd be down to rewatch it you know like like i wouldn't mind like it was fucking entertaining all throughout from beginning to end and surprisingly so right because like rod said these are fucking characters that i don't know shit about right and like now i'm all into them yeah peacemaker with the legitimate like charleston comic book costume and it's funny i was wondering why he looks like that and i was gonna look into it but i'm glad you brought that up because he probably just kept it the og like yeah, which is crazy that drew him that shit is surprisingly <laughs> accurate with that stupid ass helmet like they don't even go into explanation why the helmet looks like that however 
go. I'm sorry, real quick. I gotta talk about this. Dude. The technology that his father has access oh, yeah. to. When he first opens the door, that James Bond shit, and there's mad tech Beyond everywhere. You almost die. I'm like, nah, how the he, fuck does this racist guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he's the racist Tony Stark, man. Come on. Shit. Exactly. Yo, his father's literally yo, because I don't even see Tony Stark fucking even creating quantum spaces. You yeah. fucking access to different realms of a fucking being, basically. That's like some Reed Richards shit, you know? Basically, he has that Jesus. with the Baxter building and, and stuff like that. Like, fucking Jesus. And then I love but then he lives in this little house in a fucking crappy wardrobe and just like, what's going on with this man? Shit. Which, which it's fu- like, it's weird. So it's funny in itself because they just play it off. They play off crazy as extremes. Like his father designs all the fucking tech, the white dragon suit, all the peacemakers helmets. I'm sure the weaponry, the quantum room. And he's just like, yeah, my dad makes all this shit for me. And like the dad doesn't even really talk about like, I don't know if you noticed the dad doesn't really speak any techno babble, how they would do in a show <laughs> with the right. character that like the, <laughs> no. the dad just has dialogue. He never talks technology. And like mostly he gets out owning of people. Yeah. <laughs> he, gets <out> of, <laughs> he literally says it. I quote, I'm going to have a broad come over and suck my dick. And then I'm going to go kill my son. No talk of like assembling the armor. Yada, yada. No, nothing. Nothing. It's just is. Yeah. I don't know if he developed the tech. Yeah. I, I didn't get dude, that impression. That he no, they it. said that he did. did. Yeah. Because remember okay. when at some point, I think, uh, I think towards the end, when, when they lost one of the helmets because the fucking eagle, I think, no, no, they got that helmet back, the one that eagle took. But uh, 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 Peacemaker said, you know, that like uh, that the only person with the technology, with the know-how how to make that is dead now, you know, which was his father. It's crazy. And even before that, I think an office or something like that, they mentioned that like mm-hmm. your father was a brilliant man, but it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are we underplaying the creation of quantum spaces? Like, like the fuck out of here. Like, that shit was fucking nuts. Like, it was crazy. Yo, but that reminded me right now. Yo, talk to me about Eagly. How much did you fucking love Eagly, man? OD. OD. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, we neglected Eagly as part of the team. Yo, key part of the team, man. (laughs) I mean, not key. Let's let's not fucking kid ourselves here, which kind of got me tight. I wish they would have made him a little bit more useful. Like, come on. We all thought. Like, yeah, here's the thing. When Eagle <laughs> took the helmet at the end, I thought he was going to take it to the top of the building. Everyone thought this, but you knew Eagle was going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of felt like it's like that kind of humor, like you expect. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. You want, like, either way would have been good progression for the story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Eagle got it or fuck. Yo, I hated the the cow that they were milking the alien. Oh. I, I hated looking at it. I'm like, I, bro, that was obviously Starship Troopers inspired. Shout out to Starship Troopers. <laughs> the big bug from the end, that old school vagina and a thumb. Yeah. It was a weird yeah. mix of two things. <laughs> the thumb vagina from Starship. Troopers I always say end. it looks more like a, a pulsating anus. Even though you go with the vagina, I always felt <laughs> it, it, it looked more like an anus. Or maybe a weird hybrid of a vagina anus, but but still mostly humanity. Listeners out uh, there, leave your comments on our YouTube channel. <laughs> email us, <laughs> us. What do you think the bug looks like? <laughs> vagina anus or vagina thumb? What do you think? Fucking <laughs> metal bands right there. <laughs> vagina, thumb. vagina thumb. Yeah. <laughs> 
pulsating haters. haters. I'm sure that's an actual band name with the hard to read font. Fuck yes. Yo, but back to Eagly though. But but you're right. And I think what was funny about Eagly is that we, because he was still a very crime by the way. He was a very smart eagle, right? Because he's a domesticated eagle still, which is unexpected. And so that's what made it Word. so funny because you, for a second, do think, oh, maybe he is going to be able to do the mission and drop the helmet at the barn because he does other shit that an eagle shouldn't do. But then it's like, oh, no, it's still just a fucking <laughs> eagle. <laughs> and it understood, like, a quarter of probably of what John Cena said. <laughs> which, which, like, that's the best part is like, you don't know which side of the line Eagly is at any moment <laughs> because he's clearly both wild and for some reason walks and capable of hugging, which oh, leads one God. to believe <laughs> that it's extremely intelligent and yet also does dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And what I even love about the hugging too, that even for him, for Peacemaker, it was a surprise, no? Because like the first, he's like, "Oh my god, take a photo, take a photo." It's happened, like he's it happened twice, like bro. Yeah, hi. And so, and then he took a photo the second time, which is I love that. I, Personally, I, like <laughs> I, I took, I took every time that happened as like Peacemaker's borderline the spirit of America, the, like peace at any cost. That was way of James Gunn saying that shit almost like yeah, that he's totally in that, in that argument now. Yeah, that that like it's Homelander t- and all these exactly. guys. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. um, like I'm starting to see a lot of that. And I think that was uh, like, you know, like the ego embracing peacemakers, like America embracing that fucking psychotic ideology of peace at all costs. <laughs> well, that's what that's what Adebayo used for an excuse to go help them, though, because she said, I saw a fucking ego hug a man. I thought that I took that as a sign. Right. And Let's then that's when, when hardcore, and then hardcore tells her, why didn't you think that meant a sign for you to get the fuck out of here? <laughs> like, and she's like, oh, all right. Oh, shit. Is that what that meant? Yeah. Yeah. That's what <laughs> it was. I did not put those two together. <laughs> it's fucking funny. <laughs> I, 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 I. Who, who, who do you like the more? Most fucking eagly or baby Groot? Oof. Oof. Wait. Damn it. And it's not know, a person, not fighting, because obviously Baby Groot is more. Yeah, Baby Groot has a lot more, yes. But, like, who do you like? Who was more entertaining, more endearing to watch? Baby Groot or fucking Eagly? Damn. Eagly, in my opinion. Oh. And I think he was also a greater technological um, accomplishment. You could see, like, the new engines at work. Yeah, Whatever the fuck their names are. That shit lo- it great special real. effects. Totally. It looked real. Eagerly is like a, a, for, a new breed of fucking on-screen digital art. Yeah, for a second, I was like, did they actually domesticate an eagle for the fucking <laughs> show? Because this looks legit. <laughs> All right, Rod, Rod. What's more expensive, domesticating an eagle or doing a CGI? <laughs> I wonder if they did a mix or some shit. Yo, the impo- Folks, leave your comments. What's your, <laughs> which do you think costs more, domesticating an eagle? <laughs> Or making a CGI one, bro. I would fear an eagle. Like I don't think I'm American enough to like wear one of those fucking epic gloves made of I don't cowhide or something. What's that shit called? Fucking falconers. Not fucking with that. Those guys are epic, man. That shit is a fucking RPG (laughs) inventory item. (laughs) The falconers glove. Alright, but Rod, Rod, let's go. Come on, come on. Baby group. Baby group. Yeah, yeah. Dancing scene in the beginning of. Guardians 2, which I actually enjoyed, but again, this could be because of Kurt Russell. I'm a big fan, but I thought the movie, I actually thought that it in some ways was better than part one. But again, this is a conversation for another time. Yeah. 
um i can't wait for part three yeah yeah but now i'll go with baby group for sure I, I I think I'm gonna go with Eagly actually. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have a baby group fucking uh como si se los Funko Pops here though, like behind me, somewhere no, there. I have an eagle. No, <laughs> but nah, Eagly, man. I just fucking love Eagly. And I, I just I I think just because Eagly did really seem because he's like a pet. And then it seemed like a yeah. cute pet. A baby Groot is a fucking a baby, you know, like a baby version of fucking Groot. Uh, but fucking Peacemaker is a good show, man. Shit. Yeah, man. Let's let's and also come on. I gotta talk about the last episode. Yes. When we get the Justice League, that's like the biggest of all the Easter eggs, man. I, that was a giant surprise. I yo, I yes. Like thank God I wasn't spoiled or anything like that before I saw it. Incredible. I that we weren't spoiled, man. Like I, I would have imagined that this would have been leaked or something a while ago. Or yeah, this was huge. Sucked. Well, yeah. I mean, to be honest, counterpoint to to it just being huge it wasn't leaked maybe because it wasn't huge what value did it have like they appeared <laughs> the joke was made wait you think things have over. to be huge to be leaked yeah because it, it's only worth the trouble if it's huge leaking is not easy you have to fucking not look, get caught like you know what i'm saying like look for me it's huge just because right now we know that dc fucking extended universe is like in a fucking turmoil like eh, what's happening is the Snyderverse real or canon or not like what's what the fuck is happening right oh, yeah and, and like, having it's... them having the justice league appear well that's the only justice league i know so it's like what like uh, or maybe you know yeah, we need flashpoint we need flash yeah. we need oh well, yeah exactly but i mean to explain like... what the hell's going on exactly like, like if, as if per... that's kind of like the route they're gonna take fucking it doesn't matter as per Zack Snyder, uh, the 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 Joss Whedon movie spawned what became what is now the DC Cinematic Universe, which is Shazam, Aquaman, Wonder Woman eighty four, all these you know lukewarm movies. Yeah, black. <laughs> now, but they made tons of money. I don't know about eighty four because it came out in the fucking quarantine pandemic era. Yeah, but at this point, I think like I I don't know. I think it's. It's we're getting to the point where like it's not gonna be that hard to make a lot of money. Like even really bad movies make a lot of money. Like I think they have nice. to make now insane amounts of money. You yeah, know? like to be successful as well. Like Spider Man, a billion minimum. Yeah. If it doesn't crack the top ten, it's a fucking failure. Like it, I, th- I'm a su- I feel like it has to make like at least three times more than it what it costs to make the film, Damn. probably for it to be like worthwhile. I'm sure you're not wrong. They're probably in boardrooms. Like, is this gonna get us a 300% return? Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Um, yeah. What? Wait. What were we saying? <laughs> Are we gonna rate this bitch? Oh no! No. Wait. 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 But, but about the Justice League fucking cameo, like, oh, the, like what was fucking dope, and, and a few things about it. So apparently, it all kind of developed out of out of the joke. Uh, so it all started like with you know James Gunn had written this, and I, from what I remember, I think from a, a, an interview I read that James Gunn, I guess, either knows Jason Momoa or something, and told him. Like we have this joke about you on the show and that Jason Momoa being the epic guy that he is, he laughed his ass off. He loved it. And like James going to ask him, like, would you mind appearing? And he's like, yeah, like he he was. So apparently it was only going to be Aquaman just for that gag. Uh, but then apparently I think Ezra Miller found out or something. And he's like, apparently he's a fan of James Gunn. So I think he reached out to James Gunn be like, yo, hey, can I can I be involved? And so then that kind of then it went like James Gunn was like, oh, fuck yeah and then that led to the whole actual justice league appearing 
Uh, and then another fact about that, apparently they did have a Batman and a cyborg in the scene, but I think they got scrubbed out. And when James Gunn was asked, like, why um, weren't they in the end in, in that scene? He said, uh, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. Uh, he's like, all I can say, I think fuck. it's about I think it's because of future projects. And that's it. And that's all he hey. said. So fuck. So Damn, I really it. hope Ray Fisher comes f- for the Flash movie. I really hope. Now, the question is, do you guys think that they're going to hit like the full research switch on some SNES shit? Or <laughs> just no, they're some not. of it and let Gunn be like, yo, we see what's happening. We're not going to be ourselves and we're going to let you just do your thing. Yeah, because because like the X Men movies, like they didn't adhere to a strict timeline. I mean, we've gone in previous episodes. I think it's LOZ Apocalypse. I think it is season one. Check that out. Yeah, we're YouTube. fucking referencing ourselves now. <laughs> yeah, we went into we we. I can go really deep. There's a whole other episode. I love the fucking Fox vs X films, but they had an extremely convoluted uh, timeline. And Holy. DC, you know, with the whole Zack Snyder, you know, uh, controversy, they fell into this kind of mess, this jumble. But but you know you don't as per Zack Snyder his four hour um, movie ended the trilogy and it thus closed you know ended the story for his universe whatever and it spawned and this universe then spawned like I said the Aquaman's and the Shazams and all that but it's still like a loose continuity kind of still going through but in yeah. very DC fashion it's multiversal which they shoved down our throats at fandom what was it like last year or the year before uh-huh. so right the year before I think yeah. Yeah, it's all multiverse shit. And then making it connect, man. That's like the, the beauty for us as fans. Because we saw fucking Tobey Maguire and, and Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. And now we're seeing like the Justice League. I just love this whole theme in comic books. Like making everything just connect. All we need now is DC and Marvel to connect. And actually, Damn. Like, oh, just do it, trying man. to make an Ouroboros of comics. They need to do it. <laughs> However, do it. and because the cosmos does seek balance. We are getting an isolated sandbox verse in the Matt Reeves Batman verse. Where just yeah, what yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because that's gonna be separate. You're right. Because we are getting the because that, that's what's confusing. Because then we have the Batgirl movie that's gonna come out though. And for that Batgirl movie, we're not we're getting Michael Keaton as Batman, which is coming from the Tim Burton universe, and we're getting fucking J. Jonah Jameson as fucking yeah, James as Gordon. Gordon. So, which is from the fucking the Snyderverse. Fuck? Yeah. So, it's like, what is happening? I mean, remember, I mean, what if that's just, like, how do I put it? Because we got Gordon in the in Batman 89, right? I just forgot what the fuck yeah. that guy looked like. But, I mean, shit. I mean, remember, I mean, the multiverse is vast. I, I, I don't mind when DC uses it as opposed to Marvel. For some reason, it kind of irks me. Um, and I do complain about the whole complexity of how DC uses it, but I'm willing to accept like that's just a different universe. That's so, that that one is adjacent to the Batman '89 verse. Yo, so actually you know hearing, I mean? hearing this conversation, it, it was funny because I think it made it made me think that it kind of is, como si say, mimicking the comic book history, no? Because yeah. like Marvel is known for being good in its canon. No, yeah. that like the stuff Preach. that started in 1963 Preach. and before have stayed and they're, they're still the continuous same history. There's been retcons, of course, 
but it's still one cohesive fucking world. For DC, on the other hand, has been a shit show in terms of its different <laughs> versions. That's why, no, because in, as we, you know, circling back to how we started the show, we talked about Peacemaker appearing in the Crisis of Infinite Earths. Originally, that story was written to try to clean up the, the, the history mess that they had. The, the, there was different Superman origins, stuff with different Batman. And so, and so they wanted to do this stuff. To, and then the Charlton comics that they purchased and characters. And so they tried to do this to kind of clean it up. And, and every kind of crisis they do is kind of an attempt at kind of rebooting, <laughs> resetting, cleaning things up. And like, because like with the recent stuff with Infinite Frontier, it's like now... Now that everything happened, everything matters. So now it's Damn. like, fuck all that. And they're going to try to make sense out of it. So they've always been that way. So it's kind of funny to see that the actual movies are kind of, dude, they started the same way. They, they had a bit of a shit show. And hopefully now they lean into it uh, uh, so they can be like the comic books, which is like, it's chaotic, but it's but it's fun, though. And it's, it's it leads to good stories, still. Cause just remember, like it's so fucking chaotic that that there's basically a shit ton of different universes. It used to be fifty-two, but like, nah, come on, there's way more. But even if there's fifty-two, we still haven't seen fifty-two different variations of anything really when it comes to live action. Um, but it's just to the point that this one is apparently, like I said, the way I see it is, there's the Burton versus Batman eighty-nine proper. Whatever the fuck that Batgirl movie is, is an Earth that's adjacent to that one. You know I feel, I, mean? I yeah. feel, or, or a new reality spawned from the flashpoint. Yes. Oh, th that's also possible. Which what I think exactly. That's what that's what I think is going to happen with flashpoint. Because isn't that what happened with Crisis on Infinite Earths? Right. That it, if things got combined into one Earth, right, and then I don't even know. And, then, and then on and off. And then Final <laughs> Crisis, because one one destroyed the multiverse sort of, and then one created the multiverse. No, what's in right Crisis on Infinite Earths, and then Infinite Crisis reintroduced the multiverse. Exactly. Right, but Superboy Prime, uh, fucking things up, right? Wasn't that? Yeah, one? yeah, and, and yeah. Then, like the Golden Age Superman was still alive, and he's kind yeah, of old yeah, and yeah. Shit. Shout out to Jeff Johns. Yo, so I feel like they're gonna do something like that. That'd be fucking, fucking Jeff Johns. That's fucking yeah, dope, man. Yo, just let James Gunn's helm all that shit. I don't know, James, man. I don't trust. I James would like to like see that, him man. in a Justice League movie. I would obviously I'll go see any Justice League movie, but I wouldn't be mad if he became the new Justice League guy. Yeah, nah. he would handle it with. He would handle it with like the correct amount of uh, reverence. I feel. I think he goes ham when he when he's dealing with like B-list characters. Like he like that's why I think he likes those characters because he has a license to kill, so to speak. And he did Starro, which is like was isn't that the first villain they faced together in the? And he did a good job. The with contemporary Justice right? League of America. But we digress. Yes. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. I don't trust James Gunn like that. I would give him more stuff for sure, but like I don't know. And also, I think the other thing, I think James Gunn probably shines more with um small ensembles and like you know, because really it's a peacemaker show, right? And everybody else is supporting, and so like Suicide Squad, it's like it's a team. Guardians of Gas is a team, and I think Justice League is a team, and so it's like no, give him some one person to focus on and build a story around them, and then I'm all for it, man. Give him a Superman film or a fucking Batman film. That that'd be fun to watch. Shit. Batman, I don't know. Word. Word. All right. Cage. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. If he can do any movie, which movie should James Gunn do? I, well, obviously in DC. Yeah, I was gonna say Green Lantern Corps. Right, ah. like on Oa, like have him do the all the oh. fucking aliens and shit. I think I think I've said this. Nah, before. he should do he should do the Oa show. Nah, man, because I, I can't I, wait I, for that. 
I, I I'm uh, thinking when, when I think of Oa like that, if it's a Green Lantern Corp show, I'm thinking more like a gritty like crime police drama, and like I don't want to see through wacky the filter comedy that fucking does the wacky. Like nah. bring back Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and make it silly. <laughs> oh man, like he needs people like Deadpool. Like if he go, you know, for Marvel, he'd be great as a Deadpool fucking director. Yo, I re- I rewatched the Green Lantern like I don't know, like a few months ago, and that was what? for me peak <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. If you rewatch that Damn, shit, he's peak. maximum Ryan Reynolds in that movie. Like he's like, <laughs> oh, you mean like his character? Oh, okay. no, 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 not his character. That's Ben Wilder or some bullshit. No, I just mean like his him physically. <laughs> like he's just as handsome as he. Yeah, are you Everyone sure about gonna that? Be, Damn. Yo, Rewatch yo, this shit. This man is worth hundreds of millions of dollars right now, and he looks amazing. Yeah, he gets nah, better he, with... Okay, act, he looks amazing. I'm not taking anything away, but, but watch Green Lantern. I'm telling you, he's All right. impeccable. He's All right, fine. pristine. <laughs> Where where did you rewatch it? <laughs> no, nah, I because I have so, it. on on weekends I get together with the boys. Chez, you know about this. We play Thanks. fucking a DC collectible card game. I'm now we're veering <laughs> off. I don't give a, a cryptozoic. Fuck. Shout out to cryptozoic. I've been meaning to post show. It. Send the rep or some shit. Yeah. So we we play this fucking DC competitive card game for you nerds, that for you deep cuts geeks out there. It's Yo, like post the spread of them shits. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I was, I was going to post because Cryptozoic posted recently, like, show us your collection. I'm like, I'm not supposed to share from the Legion. You got to do it. You got to post, share, man. But yeah, but I'll just put some bullshit, like, DC movie, like, in the background while we do that. You know, if you don't want to rewatch something Saturday. like Aquaman <laughs> or Green Lantern. Don't get me wrong. These aren't, like, terrible movies, but, you know, they're, like, background. I mean, shit. dude, Aquaman and Green Lantern are, like, leagues apart movie-wise. Come on now. You do not put them really? shit on the same level. Yeah, what, dude? Green Lantern's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. Gonna you know, I, 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 I need to rewatch Green Lantern to be to be sure. I, my gut says that Aquaman was better, but like, I really need to rewatch Green Lantern. Yeah, maybe we're just in love with like the how modern Aquaman is. I think we're we're sleeping on it on Green Lantern. Not that it was great, but neither was Aquaman. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, <laughs> let's stop this madness. Let's put an right. end to this. Let's raid this motherfucker. All right, guys, let's do it. Let's do it. Murdery as fuck. All right, right, Peacemaker season one. What do we? What what, what do you got, guys? What do you got? I'm gonna go with a solid eight. Oh, Chez gets an feels right. An eight. Rod, what's good? Damn, saying that made me erect. Damn, I'm gonna go with a nine. And, and that's because you can't help but admire. Obviously, I'm, I'm crushing on, on, on dude's hard body right now. You can't oh, help but admire John Cena and not only his work as an actor, but it's just on his goddamn physique. <laughs> and and oh, they he's... show it to you a lot in this show. Oh, I think dude. James Gunn loves to show this guy's body because he's just <laughs> coming out of his underwear all the time. Um, yeah, and then just. The, the and he nods. does have that scene dancing in his underworld. Right? Yeah, it's all the, the, all the nods by James Gunn. You can tell he's like a he. You know, he's a DC nerd too. He's an everything awesome nerd. He's a you know Marvel nerd, which as is well. wild. But yeah, he pulled a lot of shit um, from the DC backbends for this show, and I don't know. He made me look forward to it every week. Granted, it wasn't like yep. peak every week in the middle. I mean, it, it might have even been six. You could squeeze down to six if you if you wanted, but it ends on such a high note. That I'm gonna go ahead and give it a nine. 
Wow. Hell yeah, man. And those are good reasons. And also just reminded me, right? Because you, 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 I know you from what we've learned is like you love men in fucking prime physique right, conditions. Sorry. Hold up. All right. But yeah, yeah. Before we go into my review, I think something I wanted to mention, right? From what we've heard right now so far, right? We know that, you know, Rod, you're saying you, you love men in their physique prime yes. with fucking Peacemaker and his underwear, uh, fucking Ryan Reynolds and Green Lantern. I will mention... We're not uh, uh, sponsored by Disney Plus, but we should. I highly recommend people to go watch Free Guy. That it's on fucking Disney Plus Is now. It? Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Ryan Reynolds. I love the film. I I, I HBO Max, right? What? No, on HBO Max earlier. It's on HBO Max. Yeah, just now I saw it. I mean, not just now, but well, Free Guy's on. Disney Plus. I, Yo, the I, both of your fucking corporate shill. No, <laughs> not can, it, can it be in both at the same I, time? I think so. I'm pretty I sure. Doubt that. No. I went to we HBO Max earlier today both. to watch Pennyworth. Yes, people, I'm watching yes, Pennyworth. Yo, bro, yo, Rod is gonna give us a treatment on, <laughs> on Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Yo, Which, for those of you who don't know, is a show about Alfred Pennyworth, Bruce Wayne's butler. Who was a member of MI6, which is some shit like uh, Kingsman, if you will. In the oh shit! Actually, Kingsman I- is on on HBO Max also. No, yeah, no, Kingsman. Kingsman. The I gotta watch that movie. Shit. Yeah, I gotta watch that. Actually, that's my what I do tonight. Actually, and no, oh, but you're right. Actually, so Free Guy is on Disney Plus and HBO Max. Damn, <laughs> so, Ryan Reynolds is making bread. Yo. Okay, all right. And so anyway, I recommend people watch Free Guy. <laughs> it's actually a really fucking good movie. Eh? So I nice. I, 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 I actually would even rewatch it, man. So it's, it's good. But but going back now, so we got an eight from Chez, Rod Gay Peacemaker, a nine, and I will give it a fucking nine too, mm. man. It was a Damn. good show. I agree with everything that Rod said. Uh, I, it was just fucking fun from beginning to end. And, and then I think even... When it ended, like, come on, they gave us Justice League. Like, I really cab. My complaints about Adebayo are, like, minor, though. Like, they didn't really Word. ruin the story for me. It didn't ruin the character. I really liked Adebayo. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to complain about it. It was just fucking fun, man. And John Cena, my God. Like, Word. the scene, man, when he killed his father, like... I, it was hard, right? Because it was like a fucking dark moment, dark scene. And I liked his acting. Like you could see like he's suffering, that he's in pain, that he starts to cry. And then with Vigilante making the joke, like, why are you exercising your face right now, bro? <laughs> yeah. And like, <laughs> I, I love that because that was like a little bit humorful, but like still like, oh my God, it was just, I think this was James Gunn's best work so far. I, 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 I it made, praise. You know, it made me more of a James Gunn fan because I'm not a big James Gunn, man, he does good stuff, but not the best fucking shit out there, man. I think he's Dude, fucking uh, overrated, honestly. Oh, 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 except until now. Two? Now, now he proved himself, though. Am I yeah. season two is better than season one? Fuck. Yes. Well, we'll see, because Guardians man, of the Galaxy one right. was better than two. And now no, he better not fuck it up again. Lord, no, we'll find out. Then. I'm going to play Elden Ring. I will say, though, go, go what Rod said, though. I do think James Gunn knows DC more than he knows Marvel, man. Because, like, I really think... Because, like, I, because you know, I've said this before. I can't cite which episode it was. But, like, I hated that he made fucking uh, Ego a fucking Celestial. That's stupid. That's not yeah, the right way to do that. 
and and then making Peter Quill like half celestial. Ugh, like I I hated all of that. But with fucking DC, like the whole thing about making his Nazi father the actual white dragon, and that's he knows his backstory, man. Like he knows right. his old school DC shit that and combined it in a in a unique way. That's that makes sense, good man. And so now, overall rating, we give it an eight point seven. That makes sense. Come on, that up to a nine, need be make All yourself right. feel better. <laughs> Nah, 8.7. Let's be accurate because now be we start recording these. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So it matters Facts. like those small increments. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah. No, and actually, so now because now that we can do this, because in comparison, Hawkeye got a 7.7. 7. Valid. Overall. Man, yo, we're So that makes science. sense, no? That yo, that is sense. science. Facts. We're sciencing <laughs> exactly. as fuck out of here. Let's go. Yeah, man. Hawkeye 7.7, 7, uh, but fucking Peacemaker 8.7. That's fucking oh, right. Wait. Facts. That makes total sense. All right. Love you guys. Fans, this is Chaz. Yo, this is Miguel. This is Rod. Peace. Peace. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chaz, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Please subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.